Well, hello, and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I am Hannah Fernando. And I'm Ian McEwan, and today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday, the 2nd of October 2020, including Sky One's Brave New World, The Return of Spitting Image on BritBox, Amazon's The Walking Dead World Beyond, and the wildlife documentary Tiny World on Apple TV. So much to talk about because we'll also be talking about Urban Myths, um, Les Dawson's Parisian Adventure, which is on Sky Arts, um, Tommy, a cop drama starring Eddie Falco on Alibi, and Netflix's comedy drama series Emily in Paris, which was quite good. Yes, in fact, there's so much to talk about. We haven't we haven't got time to squeeze in the news, Hannah. So I'm going to crack on. No. Straight on. Have to ditch that this week. The first (laughs) show, uh, Brave New Worlds on Sky One. So uh, most people will be familiar with uh, the dystopian novel by Aldous Huxley. That was that was published in 1932. Uh, So there's a new um, adaptation starring Jessica Brown Findlay from Downton. Uh, Let's have a a quick listen to a clip. Let's do that. This is New London. Everyone's happy here. Everyone has a place. There's no hunger, no violence. There's no pain there, John. Everyone fits. I've always wanted that for you. This is your home now. You just need to embrace this place and let it be wonderful. So it's a nine-parter. Um, it's set in the futuristic city of New London. Uh, and, and in this futuristic society, you're not allowed to have monogamous relationships. Uh, you're not supposed to have any privacy. You, you don't have any family. Uh, every citizen's graded into a class, so there's a sort of strict class structure. And everyone gets lovely free drugs uh pills they keep popping to keep them happy so it sounds pretty good oh, wow. doesn't it and <laughs> yeah, sounds great and I, w- <laughs> I watched episode one i knew that demi moore was in it and i watched episode one but i actually had to go back and check because she looks so different anyway there's as as well as new london there's this place called the savage lands which is uh-huh. kind of like a sort of redneck theme park where <laughs> this is like where how humanity used to live and um, Demi Moore lives in the Savage Lands. And so this, this woman, Lenina, she goes to visit. And the Savage Lands are quite funny. They even have the comedian Rich Hall doing like an advert for products for people who live in the Savage Lands. So <laughs> I love anything that kind of envisages a, a sort of gleaming, futuristic, dystopian new world. Did yeah. you like this, Hannah? Is this what? your kind of thing? Do you know what? Yes. I mean... Colourful pills, um, kind of this kind of strangest tape. I mean, what's not to love, really? Uh, <laughs> aside th- from that, it's quite mad. <laughs> well, one thing people will notice quite quickly is that there are a lot of orgies, which is quite unusual because <laughs> obviously free love is encouraged and you're supposed to have sex with lots of different people. I and mean, we've have heard about my dreams of... before, Ian. We don't need to go there. <laughs> yeah. So it is quite sexy. If uh, if you don't like that sort of thing, then... Uh, yeah, one of my children asked me what that what that meant this morning. What what sexy means? Yeah. Did I you have str- to have the chat? Uh, well, we've... That's getting there. We're getting oh. to that point now. Yeah, yeah, that's awkward and uncomfortable, yes. Oh. But the word sexy, I mean, yeah, it was, it, was, it was tricky, particularly on a journey to school when I wasn't quite awake. 
Okay. Well, good to hmm. know. It does sound. Uh, it does sound quite um, fun, <laughs> at the very least. This one. Now, very topically, uh, last night on I think it was on uh, ITN News, there was the trailer for the return of an old favourite. Tell us about that, Hannah. Oh, spitting image. Spitting so we touched image. on this last week um, as our, one of our news items or what was coming up, and absolutely brilliant. Obviously, first time round. Um, Let's have a little listen to the clip and then let's have a chat. Okay. Wait, why did you say the show was called? The name, or oh, uh, nomen to the Romans, uh, Latin pun, is spitting image. Splitting scrimmage? Spitting image. Shitting scrimmage? Oh, well, it's a sketch show with puppet caricatures of real people. Uh, it can be rather nasty. Puppets? That is the very most moronic thing I've ever heard. My puppet is going to be the best puppet and I love it. Okay, so um, 10 episodes of this, uh, which are going to be on weekly from from the 3rd of October. Clearly a comedy, very, very funny. Um, And for anyone that doesn't know, I'm sure everybody does know, these are kind of these rubbery-faced puppets that look somewhat like um, kind of celebrities or politicians in the main. And... um, I think the the real standout ones this time round are, are kind of the the Donald Trumps and the Bojos and uh, also probably uh, Prince Harry and uh, and Meghan. So they're the kind of the, the newbies on the block, if you like. And um, as you say, there's 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 clips out there you can you can you can see them. And there's one particular one where you see Bojo and Trump in a sauna, <laughs> and you actually see their bits. <laughs> and it's really quite gross. So it's as gross as you might imagine it to be, literally. Um, and then you have Harry and Meghan. It's just, it's really feel good. It's very, very funny. Um, and uh, yeah, we just we just poke fun at some of these politicians that, frankly, you know, set themselves up for it. Yeah, it's, it's so good to have Spitting Image back. I, I miss it. And you feel there's a bit of it. There is a bit of a lack of sort of political satire, I think. Um, so yeah, these mm. these... Whoever does Boris's voice, because I think people like Steve Coogan sort of started out doing, and Harry Enfield started out way back in the day mm. doing voices. Um, so whoever's doing Boris is very, very good. Um, but mind you, so's Trump. Yeah. I mean, Donald Trump is a, gr- I mean, really is great. And and the this this um, puppet for anyone that hasn't seen it is obviously, as you'd imagine, very orange um, and has this kind of... Because you know, he's got this as, way, as, as though he's been wearing sunglasses the whole time. I assume that's where his tanning glasses go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's kind of this white ring around his eyes. Absolutely fantastic. Well, yes, and we should remind people that that is on BritBox, of course. Um, it is. Now, big week, big week for zombie fans. Uh, so there's a new Walking Dead spin-off another walking dead spin-off um that's called the walking dead the world beyond that's arriving on amazon and the setting for this is uh it's sort of the first generation to grow up in the sort of zombie apocalypse world let's have a quick listen to a clip the night the sky fell i was just a little kid we survived and the rest didn't they are bad people, Iris. Our dad's in trouble. We know where he is. We have to go now. You need help. Let's see what discoveries await us, shall we? I promised that I'd keep you safe. You'll never make it. 
going cross country. Maybe the biggest thing we'll ever do. Yes, so basically there are four teenagers who set off on a quest uh, in, a, in a world overrun by walkers, the undead. Um, I think this is a bit marmite this whole franchise, because I think you either really love it or you think it's just endless stabbing zombies in the head in di <laughs> with different implements. Right up my so, street, really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the, I think the fact that it's it's the teens going on a journey together gives it a bit different vibe. And it's got uh, Julia Ormond, who was in Legends of the yeah, Fall. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that had Julia. Uh, so, you know, there's a reason to watch. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not particularly my thing. Although, I mean, I shouldn't really say that because I did, I did go to America on set of on the set of The Walking Dead. <laughs> so I should be a fan, really. Yes, you should. But also... The big news for for uh, fans of the original series is that the delayed um, finale to the latest series it was delayed by six months, and you can watch that on Fox this week okay. as well. Oh, excellent! Okay. Zombie fans, uh, be happy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also well would said. like to talk about urban myths. Um, because, of course, this is a, 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 an international Emmy Award-nominated series, no less, and it's returning to Sky Arts for a fourth instalment. So it kind of fictionalises some of the most peculiar stories to have ever leaked out of Hollywood. Um, the one we're going to talk about is Les Dawson's Parisian Adventure. Um, John Bradley, who is Game of Thrones, John Bradley, um, you may remember, he plays Les Dawson. I don't know if you want to have a, a little listen. Well, unfortunately, no, we can't. No, I've just realised nothing's nothing's available. But Outrageous. I have uh, I have watched this. I think this is a great series, and just the casting is very good because as as the sort of older Les, who's reminiscing about going to Paris, he wanted to be a novelist, and he went to Paris to try and write his novel. Is Mark Addy, mm. and I think don't you think that was great casting? He 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 is perfect. As Les I Dawson, think it really does work apart. really, really well, and it kind of it takes you on on, on a journey, doesn't it? Because you see him leaving his home in Manchester um, to live in Paris uh, to pursue his dream of becoming a very serious novelist, but things don't really work out because he ends up becoming a pianist in a brothel. I mean, honestly, there's sort of <laughs> literally opposite end of the spectrum. It's the old, old story. What are we talking about today, Ian? Literally, we've talked about brothels, sexy. We've got something for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I've got something a little bit different for you over on Alibi. Uh, it's called Tommy. It's a new cop series. It stars... Is it Edie? Edie, Edie. Edie, shouldn't I? Edie Falco, uh, who people will know from, obviously, The Sopranos and Nurse Jack Jackie. Let's have a listen to a clip. I am Abigail Thomas, usually just Tommy. I'm the first female chief of police in Los Angeles. This is a man's world! Protesters, there'll be headlines if you get into this. This is a man's, man's, man's. I'm a cop. I didn't come out here to go to golf tournaments. But it wouldn't be nothing without a woman on so this is from the creator of Homicide and House. So it got quite a good pedigree. Obviously, Edie Falco is a fantastic actress. It Basically, she comes in as the new sort of boss of the LAPD in the wake of a sex scandal involving her predecessor. But So it's very much about a woman coming in 
being the boss of a lot of men and sort of politics with the mayor and uh, clashes with, um, say, in episode one, there's the sort of uh, immigration service and the LAPD are both trying to sort of arrest the same person and there's a standoff. So there's a lot of kind of quite sharp dialogue, very fast delivery, a lot of walk and talk. So you, you do have to pay attention. Um, it's already been shown in America and the reviews weren't great and the people seem to say that although Falco is great, she's kind of too good for this show. But it's a very good pilot episode, I think. So yeah. we'll see how it pans out. Did you do you like this? And do you like uh, Falco in The Sopranos and Nurse I, Jackie? I really do. So I feel a bit sad that there aren't rave reviews about this. It's always a bit glib, isn't it, when something you expect to be, you know, to go down well doesn't. Um, perhaps a different, you know, a different viewer might like it across the pond. For me, it, it, it did feel... There's so many police procedurals, aren't there, that it, mm. it, it felt very familiar, but... Um, yeah, she. I think she's good in it. So if you're I do. a Falco I agree. fan, tune in. I agree. In. I agree. Well, I'd like to now talk about Emily in Paris. Let's take you to a whole new new Ooh. world. The one you see, that I Paris, like. There's a segue. We should have done that after Les Dawson. Damn we it. should have done. Oh. That wasn't as slick as we could have been. Oh, and I forgot Damn to it. mention that the original title for the Les Dawson thing was Les Miserable, which I think is better. Don't you? <laughs> I see what they did there, yeah. Anyway, sorry I've interrupted you there, Hannah. (laughs) Yes, again, carry on. It's outrageous. I'll have you for this one these days. Um, Emily in Paris. So this is on Netflix. It's a one-off comedy drama, um, a romantic comedy, no less, right up my street. Um, And it stars Lily Collins as Emily, a girl from Chicago who moves to Paris. Obviously, there's a Paris theme going on here Not to write a novel. Um, not to write and she doesn't end up in a brothel um, <laughs> okay. for, well, there's good news there <laughs> for an exciting new job but there are some as you'd imagine some quite uh, serious culture clashes um, as she tries to make friends and look for love now do we have a clip this time or am, am I going to make a, a fool of, of myself that. <laughs> we do let's have a listen Emily Cooper bonjour bonjour I got a feeling I'm in trouble I'm Emily. You're a new neighbor? Enchanté. So, you've come to teach the French some American tricks? Has anyone noticed this is a very dysfunctional workplace? I think you're the one bringing the drama. So, this is from the creators of Sex and the City. So, you'd imagine Mm. I might be a fan of that, as I know a lot of people are. So, um, this really is very good and and will appeal to a lot of people. I, I know it's not really your thing Ian but what do you think well I did like Sex and the City uh, and I'm one of those people who always erroneously calls it Sex in the City so yeah (laughs) I watched a lot of that show I thought it was great Um, so I like the look of this and and Lily Collins uh, she was in Les Miserables there's so many links Um, here I mean literally there's a lot of sort of very gorgeous people in lovely clothes uh, being very, very witty. Uh, so it's, yeah, it, it's absolutely in that in that Sex and the City yeah. sort of style. And the it? same way it's did with New York City, it's completely glamorised as Paris as you imagine it to be. It's funny, actually, because obviously, because I have no life, I was just sifting through people's <laughs> comments and kind of wondering how well this is going down from clips that people may have seen. And, and one person who lives in Paris, but... Yeah, I think this is how everyone sees Paris. It's nothing like that at all in real life. 
just made and me laugh. <laughs> I think, am I right in saying that Sex and the City is one of those shows where often viewers identify themselves as being like one of the main characters so which one did you i think i've got a i've got an idea which one you might have identified with <laughs> if i just go straight for the lily collins for the main act really yeah. i mean obviously <laughs> no i mean in the original you know, oh, so, in the original, yeah in the original the yeah oh carrie of course I love her that's, shoes. What, I that's yeah. what i thought yeah um oh, yeah yeah well yeah i think uh if you like sex and the city pretty sure you're gonna like that one yeah agreed now, total change of pace. Uh, Tiny World on Apple TV. Um, it's a wildlife documentary. Here's a little taster. Meet the smallest monkey in the world, the pygmy marmoset. An adult will fit in the palm of your hand. In a land of giants, I got a it's the smallest creatures that make the biggest difference. Can I just say, I love a pygmy marmoset. I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Tiny little animals. Uh, there's a, the world's smallest monkey, I think, is one of them, isn't it? So what's not to like about that? And, of course, um, who better to narrate it than Paul Rudd, who, of course, played Ant-Man. Do you see what they've done there? I think we're a bit spoiled over here because we're so used to he hearing David Attenborough's voiceover mm. on wildlife documentaries that nothing else really matches up. So when we get these American imports with kind of quite jolly, uh, perhaps jokey narration, I find it a bit jarring. But, I mean, you were saying last week, I believe, that you expected big things of Apple TV because they keep adding all these different genres to their what they what mm. they offer. And um yeah, this is it's a rather charming documentary, isn't it? I th well, I think also like exactly what you're saying. You kind of you're used to David Attenborough being sort of the, the the king of this genre. And then someone else comes in and just delivers it in a completely different way. And actually this is quite uplifting. We're used to David Attenborough's a lot. They feel quite sad nature you know, is quite sad in many ways, isn't it? And um, this is just a bit more upbeat and jolly. And I know what you mean about jarring, but I think once you get over that kind of bump in the road, you're absolutely fine. Um, can we take a moment to talk about midwife toads? Oh, come because on. <laughs> what is a midwife toad? I mean, what is that? Is that, is that an actual toad that helps other toads give birth? Well, I'm going to set you a task uh, and say, can you find out and report back yeah. Next week. I most certainly can. Would I do like okay? a bit of homework. Yeah, now, you, no problem. So you mentioned, well, we both mentioned that, but I'm still sort of recovering from watching Extinction, The Facts, which was, I mean, that was very depressing, wasn't it? It was really well, good. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not kind of, well, we are kind of nearly there, but that's actually one of the things that I watched again this week, actually. Very it? good. But, yeah, it's amazing, but really sad. And there's more Attenborough available this week, actually, on Netflix. It's David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet, uh, where he's looking back over his broadcasting career. And, of course, he's also issuing a warning about how what we're doing to the planet is uh, very, very dangerous. So, yeah, yeah, something else to cheer you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, well, it's, it's that time, Hannah, when I want to know uh, how you've been passing those long, lonely hours... <laughs> uh, what are you binge watching? I have sat down and watched um, 
the Dave and Atterbury extension again because it's just the same every time you watch that there's something a bit more in there so that that's uh, is great so yeah I watched that too okay well I've got uh, a recommendation for you I watched all of the Tom Hollander sitcom um, Us it's only four parts and it's basically about it's very middle class I must say it's <laughs> about the these this couple and their son the wife wants to, a divorce but they'd already planned a holiday, a sort of grand tour of Europe, so they agreed to go with their son on this grand tour uh, just to see how things pan out. But but in the background is this this intention to split up. Um, it's really good. I mean, Tom Hollander is is wonderful, and he makes same. It could have been a very stereotypical dad's character who's kind of mm. over organising everything, and he doesn't connect with his son, and he's you know very grumpy. But he really brings a lot to it. And there was one jarring moment for me because he meets Sophie Grabol uh, while he's off on this holiday because his wife decides to go home. And uh, he doesn't tap off with her, even though his wife's leaving him. I think um, I was shouting at the telly at that point. She's from The Killing, of (laughs) course. Uh, But yeah, I'd say that's well worth a watch. And also I've been sticking with Ratched, which we talked about, the one for the Cuckoo's Nest character. And I mean, that looks incredible the production design is just off the scale the colors uh, people have complained that it's a bit gratuitous with the cruelty and, and i must admit the last episode i watched there was a lot of frontal lobotomies going on I, had, it, yeah. I did have to look away but it's wow it's stylish and of course we spoke about sex and the city cynthia nixon's in it yes yeah, yes seen she her is. for a while do you yeah. know what i can't I, I struggle with casualty so you know let's be honest <laughs> i'm gonna have to really turn my head away more than i'm not oh, but you're right really. it is really gratuitous you're absolutely right i, I yeah. well i think people are right and, and the trouble is i think as a as a nation we're becoming less and less sho- shockable aren't we so I think if something right. does shock us it must be bad <laughs> well we're nearly out of time Alas, but uh, let's just have a quick look forward to a couple of things we're going to be hmm. talking about next week. What have you let's got, Hannah? Let's do that. Let's talk about the right stuff, um, yes. which is Disney. Um, so this is a new drama which is based on um, Tom Wolfe's book about American pilots who trained as astronauts during the space race. It's kind of a bit like the Hunger Games in a funny kind of way, um, but very Disney. Um, Disney are kind of doing sort of breaking out, aren't they, from they their are, usual yeah. uh, kind of genre, if you like. But it's still you still know you're, you're in, in Disney's hands, I think, with it. It's a really big production. Um, and it's got um, the guy from Suits, is it Patrick Adams, who was, I th- I'm pretty sure that he was the boyfriend of uh, the the girl played by Meghan Markle. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, of course, and there was a was a feature film, The Right Stuff, wasn't there? It's very good. There was. Back in the day. Well, looking forward to that. And we will also be looking at uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. Now, this is a follow-up to The Haunting of Hill House. This time, it's about a young governess working at a haunted country house in England. Uh, and she's played by Victoria Padretti. So... That's all to look forward to, but in the meantime, keep watching.